Hi everyone, welcome to the seventh episode of Marketing O'Clock Reaction Power. I'm your host Gladys Mondango, and this is the place where you'll get a quick summary of top marketing tips and trends. That is right. Our goal is to get you the intelligence you need to make better business decisions. And I'm Lorena Witi, and welcome once more to Marketing O'Clock with Reaction Power. In our last episode, uh, we talked about data quality and joining me in that discussion was our senior data analyst here at Reaction Power, Elias Mahatia. Some really, really great insights were shared on the parameters marketing leaders should consider when measuring the quality of their marketing data. And truth is, poor data quality can have a serious and far-reaching negative impact on your company. If you missed it, you can check out all our previous episodes on our website and your favorite podcast listening app to get caught up. Honestly, I really loved that discussion and it was very, very informative. And today we still dwell on the topic of data. So we'll be talking about what a cookie-less future means for the marketers and how they can thrive in the cookie-less world. I hope it's not chocolate chip cookies. Those are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We know that every marketer knows what internet cookies are. They are small files that websites send to your device to monitor you and to remember certain information about you, like what's in your shopping cart on an e-commerce site, your login information, that's your username and password, etc. And the cookie jar is now almost empty. Here is why. So Google plans on banning all third-party cookies from Google Chrome in 2023. Yet, it holds 64% of the browser market share. Firefox is already armed with very strong comprehensive protection against cookie tracking. Apple is going all in on privacy and has updated its anti-tracking tech in Safari that blocks third-party cookies. At the same time, regional data privacy laws are getting tougher. And to rub salt into the wind, consumers don't just want personalization. They demand it. As a matter of fact, 90% of U.S. consumers find marketing personalization very or somewhat appealing, according to Statista. Personalization is here to stay. That is so true, Gladys. And you'll agree with me that third-party cookies are a staple in a marketer's arsenal and have been for decades. 80% of marketers reportedly depend on data from third-party cookies. Wow, that is a whole lot of marketers. Why are we going cookies anyway? Let me give some context. As digital citizens, we leave an ever-growing breadcrumb trail of personal data behind us every minute of the day. And through recent years and recent scandals that you may know of, This has increasingly troubled us. In 2013, 56% of internet users were concerned about the internet eroding their personal privacy. And by 2019, this had climbed to 61%. Wow, online privacy fears are real. (laughs) And like I said, marketing experts have become used to having a massive volume of data available to support their decisions, optimize strategies, and target campaigns. However, this data may no longer be available soon. In the wake of the cookie apocalypse, how can marketers begin to adapt so that they can continue to effectively target and grow their audiences? As with many things, the key lies in starting early. I mean, you snooze, you lose. Today, we are going to give you the cheat sheet to thrive in a cookie-less future. Lorraine mm-hmm. will start us off. Sure, Gladys. So one, with third-party cookies going stale, 
only the brands that quickly pivot to leverage first-party data will survive. I'm sure you are wondering what is first-party data. So first-party mm-hmm. data is the data you collect directly from the interaction with the customers, both online and offline. And there are several places to collect first-party data, including your websites, your apps, surveys, social media, contests, loyalty programs, games, ETC, you name it, there are so many more. Moreover, the type of data you can collect are demographic, purchase history, website activity, email engagement, sales interaction, support calls, customer feedback programs, interests, and behaviors. So what makes first-party data so valuable in this soon-to-be third-party cookie-less world? is that one, it is the most reliable and trustworthy information you can have as it comes directly from your audience. And then two, the data belongs to you. Therefore, you have full control over the quality and information that comes your way. Three is you have collected it for free. You have not paid anything for it as compared to third-party data, which is the least expensive. Number four, is to own the data you have had to receive consent from your customer. This builds trust and helps forge stronger relationships with your customers. Five, data privacy is a growing concern for more consumers. And with first-party data, there's no need to be concerned with privacy issues because you can easily prove when and how users consented to their data being collected on your website or apps. And lastly is audience segmentation. So collecting first-party data is an easy way to get to know your customers by segmenting them into specific groups based on things, lines, interests, demographics, and ETC. However, gathering first-party data isn't easy without a strategy in place. You will also need a tool or a system that can manage marketing data, resolve customers' IDs, and interact with marketing and advertising technologies such as customer data platforms. And in short, we'll just say CDP. Gladys, could you take us on to the next one? Wow. Well said, Lorraine. Prioritize fast party data. Awesome. And two, personalize customer experiences with zero-party data. What is zero-party data? Zero-party data is that which a customer intentionally and proactively shares with a brand. It can include things like size, style preferences, gender, purchase plans, etc. The key difference between first-party data and zero-party data is that first-party data is generally required information that customers supply to make a purchase or say download an ebook or an e-guide. However, zero-party data is optional information that the customer chooses to willingly provide to a company with the promise of you know, better product recommendations and a more personalized experience. And there are several places to collect zero-party data, including email or website preference centers, interactive quizzes and games, loyalty cards in store, social media polls, you name it. And what makes zero-party data so valuable in this soon-to-be third-party cookless world is that one, just like first-party data, the data here collected is accurate because it comes directly from the source, which is the consumer. Secondly, it's cost-effective. This is because the customer has handed it over to you and it doesn't need to be paid for. And thirdly, worrying about data protection regulation compliance will be a thing of the past. And let me just say this, while consumers want personalized experiences, they're also under siege from virtual noise. Brands need to offer clear value in exchange for zero-party data. Otherwise, customers won't bother. Today's consumer is focused on, you know, me, myself, and I. 
the only thing your customer is thinking is, what's in it for me? Marketers also need to think about what the ideal data exchange with their customer looks like and when are the right moments in the user experience journey to ask for zero-party data so that it's not overwhelming to consumers. If you haven't yet taken advantage of Google's third-party cookie bundle to begin your first-party and zero-party data strategy, it is not too late to do it now. Not sure where to start? We can help you with that. Absolutely. Book a free strategy session with us on our website, www.reactionpower.com. You can find the direct link on the description box or reach out to us on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter under the handle Reaction Power. Until next time, bye. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in and bye.